Hello, we're going to try this again uh, before the power goes out. Welcome to the Ghost Do Sports Podcast. Uh, Austin Health Sports Editor talking with you. We were about 12 minutes into the original recording of this episode, and the power went out because it's really storming crazy uh, in downtown Goshen right now. Right, Evan Leepak? Uh, yeah, it really killed our flow. I know. And uh, it seemed like it was a really good episode so far. It's probably the best episode we've ever taped. And I now, would say. And now no one can listen no one, to it. It'll be only shared between you, me, and Sheila. That's the only three people who will get to know. Sheila's back this week. Shout out, Sheila. I don't have to produce anymore, uh, which is great. Um, this is Sheila's fault. Try to, she didn't yep, save it. Yep, it's Sheila's <laughs> she fault. Didn't I, save it a good a podcast producer like myself would have saved the episode every five minutes, you know, um, <laughs> obviously. So uh, thank you, Sheila, for being back. And uh, shout out again, the Middlebury Little League softball all-star select team that was on our podcast last week. They did awesome great. Awesome episode. They a lot of great. views yeah, and man. listens. A lot I of should listens. say listens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they viewed, it, they viewed view it on it. our website and listened. Yep. So, so that was nice. Stuff. It was cool. Yeah. Unique. Yeah. Shout Dynamic. out them. So. Shout out them. Hey, uh, girls golf week two. Starting up. Northwood. 17th. Still going through. Northwood's ranked 17th in the state. Uh, Brie Goss, they're one of their two stud seniors, committed to uh, Indiana Wesleyan the other day. Shout out. Uh, Bree, congratulations. Yes. Golf clap, golf clap. NAIA school. NAIA school. In the Crossroads League. They are in the Crossroads, Crossroads League, League. Which Goshen College is in, but they do not play golf in. Uh, despite having a three-hole par three course on campus, they do not play golf. So, so it's just for fun. Yeah. Wow, you didn't even you didn't even use that information. I just remembered it uh, right now as the lights flicker again in the podcast room. <laughs> if we were ever going to get this taping done. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, Sybil Stilson, uh, their other stud senior player, she has yet to decide where she's going to go to college. Uh, she's a pretty good player. I think she's going to go potentially Division One, uh, maybe high-end Division Two. You know, a lot of that, obviously, with golf, it depends on what you want to do post-playing career, right? So, you know, it's going to... Depends gonna, on what schools, what programs right. are offered. Right. Stuff like that. Right. She, I mean, we talked about Valparaiso. Right, because uh, Concord's Bell Brunner and Lakeland's Madison Kyle both play at Valparaiso, and they were both really good players last year for their respective schools. Both made it to state tournament, um, and I would say Sybil's a little bit above their playing level. So, you know, Sybil's could have a chance to go Division One, uh, or maybe she wants to be a Valparaiso Beacon. You know, you never know. So, Beacon of the light. Beacons, the Beacons of Light, the Valparaiso. No longer are they the Crusaders. Um, they got rid of it for some sort of like political religious reason, I think. The Crusader name it had something to do with race, it was a, or like the past. Yes, you know the past of what happened in the past, basically. Yeah. But their mascot was pretty dope, though. Yeah. Not gonna so, lie. Now they're gonna be a, now they're a, um, a, a light not a light post. What's the? <laughs> the lighthouse. <laughs> the lighthouse. Yeah, a lighthouse. I keep a on lighthouse going to the lighthouse. Walking around. Yeah, the, the big court. old lighthouse. That's their logo. So who knows what the mascot will be? But maybe and then he'll have a light in his helmet, just like <laughs> going around in circles. Oh my god! And it, it flashes right in the player's eye, like the opposing player's eyes when they're shooting free throws. Perfect. There you go. We just we just made a great mascot. Um, You're welcome, Valpo. Yeah, that's a free idea for you. Um. So, yeah, girls golf's keeping on going along, man. Season two, or season two, week two of the season, I should say. Season two of Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched season two. I haven't watched season one of Outer Banks. I don't know. I'm, I'm just so focused on Ted Lasso right now, even though I've, you know, Episode comes out every once a week, though, so you, I could, know. you could go watch other, you know, 
shows nope. in between the week. Nope. Just say. Nope. <clears throat> nope. Nope. Just Ted Lasso or or Led Tasso, depending on uh, how you're feeling. So, um, in other local news, last week we had a little bit of a surprise. Kyle Grossman, athletic director at Lakeland, resigned, uh, kind of unexpectedly. He's going to go back into the classroom and teaching at uh, in uh, in Shipshawana, over at Meadowview Elementary. It's his old classroom, an applied science teacher, and uh, he, so he's going to be teaching during the day and be athletic director at night. So that's a lot of wild work for him until they hire a new athletic director at Lakeland. So this will be the third AD at Lakeland in the last uh, approximately 18 months, 20 months, give or take. Wow. So seems like he decided to resign because he's more passionate about teaching, not necessarily yeah. that he didn't like being an athletic director? Yeah. And he, he, he said there's a lot of stress, obviously, with being athletic director. And especially last year with COVID where, you know, you come in with a plan and then, oh, wait, the guidelines change from the CDC or the county or, you know, oh, this kid, you know, was a close contact. So we got to do close contact tracing and all the other stuff that went along with, you know, COVID protocols last year. So there was a lot of stress in that regard, I'm sure. You know, a lot of changing of the schedules and, and things like that. Um so that probably, did, probably didn't help the cause a little bit, you know. But, uh, yeah, he is the sixth athletic director, though, from our coverage area since the pandemic began to either resign, retire, or kind of be forced out of their spot. So uh, Mark Hofer retired at Fairfield. He now is replaced by Mark Engel. Two marks there, man. How about that? Um, Roman Smith was the athletic director at Northwood or at Lakeland, excuse me. Then he resigned. Took the breaking. He, oh, He's also out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he took the AD job. He took an assistant AD job at Warsaw. Kyle Grossman was hired to replace him, and now Kyle Grossman's out. Now Roman Smith is also now at Northwood. He's replacing Norm Sellers, who retired. Dave Harms at Northridge retired. Ryan Bales is now the athletic director there. Darlene Matthew at Westview retired. Bill Boston replaced her. And at, uh, at Wawasee, the former AD, Corey Schutz, uh, was play, p- placed on paid administrative leave uh, pending investigation by the uh, police, uh, state police department, and uh, was brought back. But then he pretty much put his letter of resignation in immediately after being brought back. And Brent Doty, who was the assistant AD, then interim AD, became the full-time AD now at Wawasee. So when the pandemic began, we have six new ADs, seven if you want to include two changes at Lakeland. It's a lot, man. A lot of turnover at the athletic director position, especially because there were some guys who had been at these spots for a long time, you know? So just to all happen at once just feels like a lot, you know? It's the perfect time to do it. Right. Because of COVID. That just, that just accelerated. Because, yeah. like, obviously we had few of those people, like four of them mm-hmm. on the podcast and a lot of them that were retiring or leaving said COVID played a large part. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, you know, Hofer, Mark Hofer got COVID obviously. So like that plays a factor. I'm sure that helped played a factor in his, you know, wanting to leave. And if you're already kind of older and you have the retirement money, like, you know, the retirement age hit, you know, like harms and sellers were already there. They had the tenure and everything. You know, why not? Same thing with Darlene, too. I mean, she was thinking about retiring in 2020, pandemic hits, you know, and obviously she can't uh, 
she, she, she didn't want to leave during that, so she stayed another year. Um, but, man, 46 years for Darlene over there. That's pretty impressive. And so, yeah, a lot of change, man, a lot of change. Who's, so. the, who's the next AD to retire in our area? Maybe uh, how long has Larry been over at Goshen? Larry's been at Goshen for about 15, 20 years now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the four that are left standing from last March are Tom Skimmerhorn at West Noble, Larry Kissinger at Goshen, Dave Preheim at Concord, and Gary Chupp at Bethany Christian. Um, I would say if you're going to make me make a prediction of those four, I'd probably say Larry. Uh, he's the oldest, I believe, of the four. Not saying he's old. He's just the oldest. Okay, Larry, if you're listening. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, Preheim, I think, will be there for a little bit longer. He's he's like Mr. Concord, like through and through, so I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, Tom, I don't know. You know, Tom's... You know, getting a little bit older now. He's not old, old, but like he's getting older. Obviously, he had the COVID health scare, and um, you know his kids a junior this year. Luke, you know, maybe he's thinking ride out. You know, ride it till Luke graduates. Maybe I don't know. I'm not speaking for Tom here. This is just me speculating now. You're putting words in his mouth. I'm putting words in his mouth. Uh, and uh, Gary Chup, I don't know how long he he's got kids coming through too as well there. So who knows? Um, you know, all four men are a little older. They're probably they're going to be close to that retirement age, you know. So, but I would bet Larry's the first one of those four. First domino to fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all going to so retire at the same. They're all going to retire at the same time next year, just to like give me more stress. That'll be fun. Just what so. you need. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't matter when I'm Lakeland athletic director, of course. So. Oh yeah, I forgot. We're going to apply. For, I'm going to apply for that. We talked about that in the old recording of this episode. That I was going to take over at Lakeland. So, because you have you have all the uh, all the attributes you need, except for administrative, the administrative background. Maybe well, Kyle Kyle Grossman didn't really have a ton of administrative background. I mean, he he was a coach and that's and a teacher, so that's you know I guess that's part of it. But like, I mean, I, I guess I'm qualified. Why not? Maybe I'll take over Goshen High School when Larry re- retires. How about that? And you'll never leave Goshen. You'll never be leave Goshen. Forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's kind of like the local high school sports front. Uh, Shirley Salisbury, quick shout out to her. I wrote a story about her this past weekend. Threw out the first pitch of the South Bend Cubs game on Thursday. And she used to, uh, she's a Goshen native. She played for the South Bend Blue Sox of the Women's Professional Baseball League in 1953. Uh, that league was made famous, more famous, I should say, by the 1992 film A League of Their Own, starring Tom Hanks and... Apparently Madonna as well. Madonna's in it as well, (laughs) Um, which Evan didn't know during the first recording of this episode, but now he does know now. Did not know. Yeah, she's one of the players. Um, And Rosie O'Donnell's also in that movie. I knew that. Yeah. 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 So... Rosie O'Donnell, wow. How about that? Bringing back flashbacks. Callback, yeah. Uh, Not a callback, but flashback. Um... Anyway, Shirley was awesome. Man, that was really cool. Um, I know Shirley's struggling a little bit with dementia and everything, but, um, you know, it's really cool. Like, that's she's, like, literally living history, right? I mean, this is this, – this women's professional baseball league was so ahead of its time, you know, and for her to, you know, still be alive and the Cubs to honor her in that way was really cool, I thought, so. And they played baseball because of World War II, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yep, the league started in 1943 because of World War II. The guy, uh, Wrigley, who, Wrigley Field, he was actually the guy who created the league, the Women's Baseball League. Wow. So, and there I were, that. I learned that during, during some research. Um, 
And so uh, the South Bend Blue Sox were one of two teams that stayed through the league all 12 years of its, of its existence. Fun fact. So. And she played for pretty much all of it, did she not? Or no? She only played in the 1953 season. That's it? Yeah. She only played in 1953. She played in other like softball leagues around Goshen uh, during her, her life, but uh, technically she only played professional baseball that one year, 1953, uh, for the Blue Sox. Imagine so. being a professional baseball player at the age of 17. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy, man. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, cool story. And, uh, you know, like I said, she's struggling a little bit with dementia, but, you know, you could just tell on her face how happy she was to be there. Her whole family was stoked to be there. Uh, it was really cool, man. It's just a cool night. So, how was her pitch? Oh, it was right down the middle. <laughs> yeah. She, she, uh, she cocked her arm back. She zoomed it in there. <laughs> She zipped it in there, man. She still got it. I think she can go play second base for the Cubs right now, the actual Cubs. Um, so Anybody could play second base for the actual Cubs right now. That's true. They're gutted. That's true. Um, hey, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's back. Here come the Irish, right? What about them? What about the Irish? You've, uh, you've officially attended your first uh, media session of the fall camp, man. i tell you what, man. Congratulations. You're officially on the Notre Dame beat. The Irish Athletics Center. It's very nice. It's very nice. Top tier. Minimal air conditioning. Couldn't figure out how to get in at first. All the <laughs> doors were locked. And I was like, oh no, I'm the only one out of here. But then the rest of the media members were also trying to open yes. the, the uh, locked doors, so I didn't feel as dumb after that. So then we just walked through the side entrance, which is basically like a big garage door right to the field. So we all got in there eventually. It's very hot in there, by the great way. Story. The the air conditioning not great. Everyone was very sweaty, and mm-hmm. during the interviews. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was nice to get my feet wet a little bit, and we will be continuing that coverage throughout the, the next uh, couple weeks until the season starts. Throughout so the fall, next few the weeks, whole, the whole fall. Notre Dame football coverage. Evan Leepak. Well, I'm aware. <clears throat> heading obviously heading the coverage up for us is Evan Leepak and. Uh, I made a guest appearance on Saturday, shooting some photos, running around, accidentally ran across the field uh, during practice. Didn't mean to do that. Not when they were practicing, but... What? How did you accidentally they, run they, across They the all field? ran off the field, and so I just, like, my body, for some reason, was taking me outside, and I walked across the field, and they were not happy with that, so... What'd they say? Get off the field. Well, afterwards, they were like, please don't run across the field again. And I'm like, I promise I won't do that ever again. <laughs> just like I got like far enough out onto the field where I couldn't really like go back. Like I had I had to just keep on going. I had to truck 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 through that, you know. And uh, it is what it is. No one no one got too upset, so that's fine. But there was no one on the field, so like I didn't I wasn't like interfering with practice or anything. It wasn't like I was running running out there during a drill. You're next to Brian Kelly. Hey, what's hey, up, Brian? Brian, how's BK, it going? <laughs> what's going on? Where are we going to get dinner after this? Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't oh like God. that. Um, but anyway, yeah, Notre Dame's going to name a starting quarterback this week. Supposedly, Thursday. Yeah, sixth practice, scrimmage, which is you, you get to watch the whole practice. How about mm-hmm. that? We'll One see. of two full practices you get to watch all year. I mean, at least they let us come to some practices. Florida closes all of their practices to media, so Notre Dame's being kind of nice to yeah. give that access. Well, Florida's so. mean, so we all know this. They are. That's why they're a terrible program, and they never win any championships. So. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, buddy. I'm assuming Jack Cohn will be named the starting quarterback this week. 
Drew Pine, Tyler Buckner also competing for the job. There's about a 95% chance that Jack Cohn will yeah. be the starter. <laughs> Week one, and they go to Florida State on a Sunday night. Sunday night before Labor Day. So, yes. the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Uh, Florida State, Notre Dame, 7.30 p.m., ABC. Yeah. It's like you get your popcorn ready, man. So Notre Dame's going to win by three touchdowns. We'll probably watch that. We'll watch that together, probably. Yeah, I'm not a my uh, father who's going to be in town. Oh yeah, Mr. Leepak will be in in uh, in in attendance for us. He's also going to be coming to the high school game that Friday, I think, right? Concord and Northwood. Northwood? Yeah, he's going to visit uh, Dunlap, the Jake. All right. I yep. hope he has a great time. I'm sure he will. Yeah. He he loves football, so it doesn't matter what it is. So yep, Notre Dame, they're starting up for real, for real. Month away from the first game, man. How about that? So, we'll see the uh, the new preseason coaches coaches poll coaches coaches the Colts, coaches the Colts preseason coaches poll USA Today came out yesterday and Notre Dame is number seven. Mm, it's a high so, ranking. I was a little surprised by that, but I mean that's why it's a preseason poll. It was funny because like one of the, I saw an article like highlighting the top five teams that might be overrated in the preseason coaches bowl and of course a picture of Kyron Williams mm-hmm. and his Notre, a couple of Notre Dame teammates uh yep were the main image so yeah. we already know what I, some people I are s- thinking already I think I saw the full list it was like Notre Dame Ole Miss Miami USC Texas oh yeah Mi- it's like Miami at 16 that Mi- makes no sense Miami USC and Texas are always overrated it seems like coming into this the year so Ole Miss snuck in 25 Lane Kiffin I know. It's because they're going to score a bunch of points. They're not going to stop anybody, but they're going to score enough to beat, you know, go 8-4 and four or whatever. Top so. five is Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Georgia. And yep. Texas A&M is right in front of Notre Dame. Pretty predictable. And then Iowa State at eight. That's pretty crazy. Same with North Carolina. And then Cincinnati rounded up top ten. Florida's at 11. Just had to put them out there. I'm going to stop after that. No That's more. That's okay. Wisconsin, but, you know, the cool thing about – this is the fact that Notre Dame has four opponents in the top 15. Wisconsin, USC, North Carolina, and Cincinnati. So, playing some pretty decent teams this mm-hmm. year. We'll and see. All of them in like a five-week stretch. Right. Yeah. And we'll see how those rankings fluctuate, obviously, because this is a preseason ranking. We don't know what teams are going to do. But on paper, they have some pretty good opponents. So. Right. And like, like I said, it's like Wisconsin on the 25th of September – Cincinnati on October 2nd, then they're uh, at Virginia Tech off week, and then it's USC, North Carolina, back-to-back weeks at home. So it's like, boom, like you're going to play all those teams right in a row. That's going to be the defining stretch of the season. Yep. You know, their first three games are Florida State, Toledo, Purdue. They should probably be 3-0 and in those games. And their last wow. four games, their last four games are Navy, Virginia, Stan- uh, Virginia Georgia Tech, Stanford. In theory, you should probably win all those games, too. So, there's like yeah. seven wins you're going to give Notre Dame on paper. And then those other, you know, four or five right there in the middle stretch, that's going to be determining. And that's going to determine the, their whole season. It's pretty much whether they're going to play in the Belk Bowl or they're going to play in, like, the Fiesta Bowl or something, you know? Well, if I end up going, I would rather go to the Fiesta Bowl, I think. I think everyone would rather go to the well, Fiesta Bowl. Well, the Belk Bowl. Bowl is in Charlotte, North Carolina. I mean, that's not – at least I think it is. Yes. They played in the – Panther Stadium. So that's not a terrible place to visit. But I it's think not, I'd rather go out west. It's not Glendale, Arizona. What's Glendale close to? 
Phoenix. Okay, yeah, so I'd probably go to Phoenix if it's that close. Mm-hmm. So, but I haven't been to Charlotte, North Carolina either, so I guess either one would be interesting. Yeah. They're going to end up going to Shreveport. Yep, playing Independence Bowl. Bowl. Six and six Notre Dame against like 10 and two Memphis or something. Uh, in or, or the Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> Go to freaking uh-huh. Birmingham, Alabama. In December. When it, it's actually kind of cold there in December. So, yep. So, we'll see. We'll see how uh, Notre Dame's season shakes out. We'll talk more Irish as the weeks go on here on this podcast, of course. And as we get more intel, yep. get a feeling for players and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, any anything on the national sports radar catch your eye this past week? Other than the USA winning the Olympics, we won most gold medals, most total medals, U.S. basketball sweep, volleyball sweep. Shout out Michiana athletes, uh, Andrews, volleyball from uh, Elkhart Penn High School grad, gold medalist Sarah Hildebrandt, bronze medal in the wrestling. She's a Penn grad. Uh, shout out Michiana man, uh, Skylar Diggins. She's a South Bend Washington grad, Notre Dame grad, yep. women's basketball gold medal champion. Champion? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah. Like, within a 24-hour stretch, Michiana won three gold medals, man. That was awesome. Good for the uh, great area of Michiana. No pressure, Sam Grew. I mean, come on, man. You, you got to carry the you got to carry Elkhart County now uh, in, the, in the Paralympic Games next month, or later this month, excuse me. I'm sure um, he'll do well. Hopefully he does well. That'd be cool if he did, you know? Hey. Maybe he'll get gold. Man, that'd be the dream, wouldn't it? I'm sure that's I what he it's wants. It's probably his dream, yeah. It's probably what he wants. Just yeah. guess. Now he wants, he wants silver instead. I don't want that He doesn't gold. want to medal. He doesn't want the pressure of meddling, you know? Uh, yeah, so USA, we're back. We never really left, but we're back, you know? So The women's national team soccer won the bronze because they lost Canada. And then Canada won the gold. Canada so. won the gold, yeah. That's fair. We lost to the best team, obviously. So so good for the Canadians. Yeah, something like that. And uh, NFL preseason, beginning up. The worst time of the year. <laughs> it's down to three, but it should be down to like one. Are you telling me you don't, you're not excited for a Dolphins-Bears Saturday, one o'clock on the NFL Network? Can't say I am. If I can't watch the Bucks preseason games, I mean, I barely even watch them anyway. Sometimes I'd watch them, but it's just not really worth it. I mean, obviously Tom Brady isn't going to play. That would be stupid. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the starters won't play because they're all established, all veterans, a lot of them. So, I mean, I I can't even imagine they'll play a lot of start that have a lot of reps as far as the starters go. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously it's football, so it's like, oh, it's kind of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun to see some of the rookies on some of the other teams get their first action. That's always intriguing. But for the most part, it's just like. Let's just get to the regular season. We got a few weeks away once preseason starts. So Thursday, Cowboys Bucks that Se- Thursday. What is it? September ninth. Yeah, mm-hmm. September 9th. So we're less than a month away. So yeah, how about that? That's something to get excited about. No, no, I don't want to watch the Cowboys beat the Buccaneers by <laughs> twenty in prime time <laughs> okay. on the start of the season. Um, okay. Uh, I'm sure you're definitely gonna watch the game regardless. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Good. Good Colts news this past week, by the way, or today at least. Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson expected to both be back by week one for uh, for the Colts after they both had foot injuries. The same foot injury, back-to-back days. Could have been out up to 12 weeks, and it appears it's going to be the shorter end of that 5-12 to 12 week diagnosis, and Wentz and Nelson will be back. So that's good for good news for the Colts, because apparently Jacob Eason's not good. If you've been following any of the Colts' camp news, 
Uh, he's been so bad that gave Sam Ellinger some first-team reps uh, on Tuesday. So, Really? Yeah, it's been bad. It's funny because I have a friend that's a Georgia fan. He's just like, man, Jacob Eason, he's going to he's gonna be the starting quarterback. And I'm like, I don't think so, pal. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> he hasn't even taken an NFL snap before. Let's, let's chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are arguably the two – Two of the most important pieces, obviously, on Colts' offense. So it would be big for them to have him back for the start of the regular season. Yes. So they play their first preseason game Sunday, 1 p.m., against the Panthers in Indy. So if you want to make the track down to the nation, or not the nation's capital, the state's capital, um, <laughs> the nation's capital of Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, if you want to make the track down to the state capital, uh, there you go. Luke Soil? Yeah, Luke Soil. Tickets are probably cheap for preseason games. And who knows, maybe the star quarterback will retire when you're there. Oh, yeah, that's good. Andrew Luck. Yeah, callback. That was, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Three, yeah. Two years ago. 2019. Yeah, 2019. Hmm. I was driving back from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, and I was listening to the radio. I was actually listening to Florida-Miami. Big oh, yeah. zero football game, and then uh, Andrew Luck retired. I was there in Orlando at the, the the game. Good for you. It was very cool. No one asked. Um, hey, I was at the game. It was very cool. Cool. So don't say no one asked. You uh, are you still following? I come across here and slap you. Dog days of August for baseball. Cubs stink. It's the, fine. I'm enjoying it. The Rays are fantastic. Rays are good. I'm I'm putting all my eggs in the White Sox basket. I don't care. Um, <laughs> go White Sox. I hope they win. It'd be cool. They got the best. Looks like they got one of the best lineups in the league. The bullpen's absurd after they got Kimbrel and Tapera from the Cubs. They look so good. The NL West is absurd, too. The Giants and the Dodgers and the Padres. It's yep. just all good. The scary thing about the Rays, I mean, they're 69-44 right now, but all of the like wild card teams within five games. Mm-hmm. So it's like if they, like, and the Red Sox are five games behind them. So if they like go on some kind of slump over the next couple months, like the last two months of the regular season, they might miss out. So they have to keep keep the foot on the gas. Yeah, yeah. The White Sox are winning the Central Division by like eleven games, so they're gonna probably get in. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's hard for me as a Cubs fan to get really motivated right now. I'll probably come back around to baseball in like September. That's when I kind of really you'll okay. get motivated for. Raise that Cubs next April. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> no. I, I, for me, like I love baseball. Uh, it's just been I haven't watched one Cubs game since they traded everybody, and it's not like, not like I'm protesting or anything. It's just like there's no reason to watch them right now. Um, no. They're playing a bunch of dudes who like look like they should be working at the deli down down the street. You know, they're tanking right now. To be honest, yeah. they're under ten. They're ten games under 500 for the first time since 2014. So. This is like literally the worst the Cubs have been in seven years. So it's been a while, man. You got I got spoiled like a little bit. They were cons- just always good, even when they weren't great. They were still good, and they won a World Series, and like that was cool. And now it's like, yep, we're bad again. That's fine. Get used to it. Um, it's fine. All the other Chicago sports teams are making like good moves. You know, the Bears drafted Justin Fields, and the Bulls signed Lonzo Ball and uh, Demar Derozan. And the uh, the Blackhawks are like Mark Andre Fleury is going to play for them, and Seth Jones and all those guys, and Tyler Johnson from the Lightning they got, you know, like 
the White Sox are great. So, like, everyone else is trending in the good right direction except the Cubs, which is fine. The Cubs carry Chicago for a couple years there, you know, 15, 16, 17, and 8. Not as much 18 because the Bears were good. 19, you know, so, like, yeah, it's fine. The Cubs just need to take a nap, you know. They can take a nap for, like, three years, and then they'll come back, so. They're going to go into hibernation. Ha! Get it? Because it's like a... Because like it's a bear. It's a bear. It's a baby it's a bear. joke. Yes. While the bears are coming out of hibernation, hopefully, maybe. Justin Fields, please. Yeah. Please, Justin Fields, Andy, don't be bad. Andy Dalton run out there. <laughs> All first, right. First game of the year. Let's uh, let's try to wrap this up before the power goes out again. Um, I, this, think, I think we're in the clear as this, far as that goes. This Saturday, prep sports. Here we go, man. Volleyball. Boys and girls soccer. Boys and girls cross country. Boys tennis. All can play their first official contests this Saturday. We will have two boys soccer games covered for you. I will be heading over to Goshen High School. Elkhart at Goshen. Should be a good game. Potential sectional matchup between those two teams. Elkhart the defending sectional champs. Goshen always a strong team. Under coach Monsintaraj. V. Virtram Monsintaraj. And you will be in Middlebury. Uh, for the defending 3A state champions, Chesterton coming into town to face a somewhat rebuilding Northridge uh, boys soccer team. Uh, they're always going to be a, a force, usually under Coach Lawrence Baltazar, but uh, graduating about what, 15 seniors, I think, from that team last year, Northridge is. So Yikes. it'll be interesting. So Chesterton, Chesterton will be a good test for that young team. Uh, first game, right out of the bat, so... Um, Crush their hopes and dreams right off the bat. <laughs> Northridge beat Chesterton last year, uh, so you know I'm sure that's going to be motivation for Chesterton. But uh, the Trojans won the state championship game like eight to one. It was absurd. They blew out whoever they played. Um, so yeah, a couple boys soccer games on Saturday should be exciting. We're back, man. Volleyball, like I said, everything's getting going. And then Monday, you know, next Monday and Tuesday, it's kind of like big again and. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. I'm excited. Next Friday, football. Next Friday, football. Yeah, we will have uh, yours truly at Goshen at Fairfield. Evan, you'll be going to Concord at Elkhart. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a real good game right there. And we will have uh, veteran Steve Craw going to Jimtown at Northwood. Just, just veteran. He's a veteran. The veteran freelancer, he, he was, he was Steve Craw. He's in the Army. <laughs> yep, he's a, he's a veteran. Uh, thank you for your service, Steve. Uh He'll be at Jimtown at Northwood, uh, which will be a good game. We will have our extensive Under the Lights 2021 football preview section coming out Monday in the Goshen News print. We also have those stories online for you to read because we know that people like reading things online nowadays, believe it or not. Um, so we'll The internet. That. Yes, yeah. the internet exists. That's how you're listening to us right now. Um, all of our other regular season previews will be coming out in the week or two to come. We're trying to get all of the info from all of our teams right now, so be on the lookout for all of our other season previews. We kind of talked about it a little bit last week. You know, some of the cross-country teams I think that are going to be good, soccer, volleyball, right? So it's going to be fun, man. Uh, we're going to be busy the next couple weeks. Notre Dame camp, previews, game starting. Uh, this is where it gets uh, kind of crazy, but you know what? We kind of thrive on crazy, don't we? Um... Maybe you think that, but uh, we'll do our best. We're yes. going to survive. And we'll so. do the best to survive. Barring any power outages, we will survive. So, 
Uh, that'll wrap up this edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week to talk about more of the things I just kind of talked about. Sports being here, happening. How exciting is that? We'll talk more about it 